You're listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 84. And once again, I had a moment where I was like, oh my god, I hope Joy knows the episode. I always look it up because I know now that you don't. I so never I'm like, know. I have to know. <laughs> this is a classic Joy and Claire only episode. Mm. We've had guests for the past three weeks. Yeah, I think so. Three or So three I hope we don't disappoint you guys. It's just us. We're so boring. JT's here too. JT's no, you may have a JT snore. <laughs> Time. So he's been snoring in sessions at work, which he was always doing. He's always been a snorer, but like, that's amazing. It's kind of a different population now where like people right. are coming in like with serious, like, ready to just <laughs> oh, like, no. and someone's like, when I was 15, yes, and then he's like, <sighs> exactly, that's exactly what's happening. That's like, so it, like it happened yesterday this lady was like telling her life story and like starts crying and all of a sudden he's just like <sighs> and I was just like oh my god and I actually said to her I'm like he's a loud snorer and everyone just like takes it very well but yeah. it's so embarrassing because I'm like, like I this isn't boring. I'm like trying to be like the nice like counselor right. response and like actively listening and then all of a sudden my dog is like sawing logs that's so great so oh, you guys JT. might get that tonight <laughs> Right at the height of an emotional story. Maybe he can, like, sense it. Maybe Featuring that's his way of diffusing the tension. Yeah. So, uh, so, so you signed up for the open. I signed up for the open. It's in, it starts in two weeks. I can't. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just lost some color on her face. <laughs> I, every year, I feel like I have this phase of, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it this year. Yeah. I'm not going to do it this year. And then I end up doing it. So. I'm not doing it. You know, it was the, the, I think the pushing factor was that stupid video they did. Oh, the which Dave Castro was, it was peer great. pressure video? Well, it was that and then the, the Reebok commercial that oh, I posted. Oh, yeah. The, which like, fruit, I saw yeah. that and I was like, be more human. Dang it. One. They just got my $20. Dang like, it. Yeah. A bearded man doing pull-ups. God. I just want to be like him. So, yeah. So, that was, that was like, I got in this like hyper excited phase on Sunday. I was like registering for all these things I've been wanting to register for until it's like I'm gonna register, what else did you register for this talk that I'm going to on Friday night oh. that I've like a speaker but not that, your mm, level one don't take a picture of me right now <laughs> come on I feel like I like have this I was laughing today so I'm like I've been wearing the same thing to record in well I mean I've washed it but like this is my <laughs> uniform lately I just yeah. have sweatpants and my Killcliffe hoodie is like my winter sweatshirt or my winter uniform. Um, <laughs> and anyway, so yeah, so I'm excited for that. I'm kind of nervous, but I'm also like, how I'm curious to see how this whole this, like, scaling scale. thing is going to go. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know anyone else at our gym who's doing it. I think some people are. Okay. I just think that he hasn't like really started. TJ is sort of like notoriously not on the ball for announcing things. Yeah. Um, but I think some people, I think people are doing it. I am not doing the open. The last few, and I talked about this before, yeah. but the last few years, like, I've done it just because I felt like I was supposed to, but I just, like, it, I am able to not compare myself in almost every, like, almost every other day of the year. Yeah. But there's something about the open workouts that, like, really make me, like, get me into this unhealthy mental place where all I care about is what other people are doing. Yeah. And it's just not worth it. Yeah. And also, I, just, I haven't been crossfitting that much lately, and I, I know that if I were to do it, I would look at my old scores and be like, oh, I can't even get, I, I got the same amount of chest bar pull-ups this year. Yeah. What am I doing with my life? I know. <laughs> Is it even worth it? Is it even worth it? So, I'm not doing it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I just kind of went through this whole thing of like, I just really want to do it. It's something that I feel is fun for me. It's really difficult. And, you know, I, I have some friends who are like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to pay $20 just yeah. to do a workout that I'm already going to do anyway. Yeah. And I, I get that. I get that. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm also... I like the motivation of it makes it feel more official for me. I agree, it does. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be still be there. You know, I'll still probably yeah. be at elevation a lot judging. I took yeah. a judges course. Oh, yeah. Um, what does that entail? I'm not sure yet. Online, I it. yeah, it's online. Right? I think it's like a couple hours, or you have to. I think like you have to watch videos of people working out, and then you have to like say how many no reps they got. Oh, okay. and like, I don't know. Well, if you just no rep all of them, they'll let you, right? <laughs> No way. She's really tough. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have her be a judge. Yep. Um, so, I always wonder about that, though. Every year of how... I mean, there's got to be people where the judging is questionable. Oh, absolutely. And that's a huge criticism of the Open. Yeah. It's like, you get these people who get to regionals, and, you know, their chest bar pull-ups are barely chest bar, you know, or whatever it is, or their quote-unquote strict handstand push-ups are not that strict. And it, but it even varies, like, from judge to judge at the games. Yeah. It's just so yeah. object, subjective. Yeah. Objective? Subjective. Subjective. I never, ever in my life will be able to remember the difference. Like, I know I want to use one of them. And usually I use objective correctly. Yeah. But I I never, ever get that right. <laughs> it's, it's very subjective. With you and your writing background, you, you would think. think it's like, like, like the one thing. I'm like, that's thing. probably the one thing that I've been correct on. It's and like, you have. yeah. It's like the one thing. I always like, mess I know up. who and who. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Sorry. I, I like, there. it's like, yeah. Subjective and objective is like the one thing in this, the English language that I will never get right. Noted. Anyway. It so, is yeah, very so, like the, so you're taking the online course to I be a judge. To, yeah, I need to do that. I need to get on that. I kind of feel like it's like, like the same thing of being, of like getting your certificate to marry someone online. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, you have to like answer the questions. But apparently it's actually kind of hard. But I, so I'll still like definitely be participating in the open in that sense. But I don't know. It's just not. I don't care. I don't know what to think. I have nightmares slash good memories because it was like one of those things where it was like really hard. But looking back, I'm like, it's, I'm type, it's called type two fun. So have I ever told you the three types of fun? No. I'm sure I have. Okay. Type one fun is like, oh, ha, ha, Wait, we're having a great like time. Claire's rule no, of no, life. No, this is a thing. This is like a thing in the outdoor industry a lot. Like in oh. alpinism, you'll hear this a lot. Okay. So type one fun is like. You're at a party, like this is fun, we're having fun right now. Oh, isn't this fun? Okay, right? Like okay. normal fun. Sure. <clears throat> type two fun is not fun at all at the time, but when you look back on it, it seems like it was fun. Like the open, like CrossFit period. Like CrossFit period. <laughs> and also like most like alpine sports period. Like, sure. And then type three fun. Like climbing to me is terrifying. Right. But, but like, and then you looking look back, back on it, and I'm like, like, wow, I'm glad fun. I did that. Right. But every time I climb, I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And then type three fun is you think it's going to be fun, but it's terrible. Okay. So three types Ooh, of fun. Have you ever had a type three? No, I don't think but I, ever... I could see how in the in the context of like mountain sports, yeah, you could sort of like you think it's going to be fun and then everything goes wrong and you get lost and it sure. rains. I guess I've actually had, I've had it one type three fun. Where I was hiking in Rocky Mountain National Park, and we got stranded on a ridge during a lightning storm, and ended up deciding to hike out that day. And instead of hiking like three miles to our next campsite, we hiked like fourteen miles out, and I got huge blisters. Oh and my gosh! It was dark. And yeah, I had a hike like that once where we went too late in the afternoon, and then yeah, we were young and stupid, and the dad was like, 
you better go early or else the thunderstorms are going to roll in. And of course they did. And yeah. we got like, we were in the lightning storm, like running across, like running through like empty fields. Didn't you say you have to stand by like the one, the one tree? No, like, no, no. Don't stand by don't the stand one by tree. Don't stand by one tree. The one tree is only the one that gets struck by lightning. I already just killed myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you're in, if you're somewhere with lightning, get to a point where you are the same height as everything else. So you want to be, or you're in a bunch, in a grow, like an area where things are similar heights. So like you're in a stand of trees okay. or if you're in a field crouched down and get up on your toes so that you aren't grounded and that you're like the same height as the stuff like the rocks and stuff around you okay because if you're like the one lone thing that's the quickest path to the ground and the lightning's gonna take it jeez it's scary does that make sense yes it does so we would run and like hide behind a rock would that be a bad move no that'd be fine maybe not hide behind but like (laughs) and then we'd like we were just like going from rock to rock and we'd like run across through a field and then we'd hide behind a rock and then we'd run and it was Here's so the other scary. thing. If you're in a group of people, spread out because that way if one of you gets struck by lightning, the other ones won't get struck also and they'll be able to help you. That's really scary. That's really scary to yeah. think about. Oh, one time I was hiking with – this was just this past summer. I was hiking with Brandon and our friend Aaron and we were not above tree line. We were pretty high and the thunderstorm rolled in and it started – it like came in really suddenly as thunderstorms are wont to do. <laughs> and – all of a sudden, and we're hiking, and it's like thunder, like lightning everywhere. And all of a sudden, I realize that Brandon is like a couple hundred yards behind us. And I'm like, Brandon, what are you doing? He's like, just keep going. And I realize he's distancing himself in case, like preparing what, preparing the group in case somebody gets struck by lightning. I was like, well, this makes me feel just wonderful about everything. And he didn't want to say anything because right. he didn't want to freak you out. Right. But he's basically like, well, someone's going down. Right. One of us has to be here. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so that's type three fun. Yeah. And I, the other type three fun that comes to mind was I went to Lakeside. Oh God. All right. We've we've talked about Lakeside on the podcast. Lakeside is like the just jankiest death trap on the planet. It's It's so janky. Full of like Mexican teenagers. And it's like two dollars to get in, and then you it's like what, like another dollar for every ride. Oh or yeah. Something. Yeah. And this place it's, it's the like best. the original. So now there's a Six Flags in Denver. It's called Six Flags Elitch Gardens, and Elitch's was like its own standalone amusement park before Six Flags bought it. But this amusement park is like the original Elitch Gardens yeah. from like the fifties. Yeah. It <laughs> is so old. It's terrifying. It's terrifying, but it's kind of cute in a way like yeah, just looking at it quaint is cute. if you don't go on the ride exactly so i went there for my 30th birthday oh my god and <laughs> that was a long time ago looking i'm like wow um i speaking of age we can talk about that too i was like i noticed some things recently like i'm like getting like wrinkles and I'm like, well, I am 37. It's I have wrinkles. I'm 27. No, you don't have like wrinkle wrinkles. You I have, have a wrinkle right here. But that's like the one wrinkle you it's have. It's my butt, my, my butt crack on my face. Anyway. Okay. So anyway, so this was my 30th birthday and um, we went up that ride that just like the, takes the, you to the very top. The drop? Like, yes. You just sit in a chair and it takes you all the way up and then you just drop. And I don't love rides like that, but I was thinking like, oh, this will be fun. Like I'll do it, right. and I'll just I'm face thirty. <sighs> I don't think I've ever like I still have a memory of sitting at the top, thinking I've never been so terrified in my entire <laughs> life. And it kept going higher. Just when I thought I could not handle any more height on this thing, it kept creeping up, 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 up. And I was like, oh my gosh, get me out of here. <laughs> Oh my god! And I wanted nothing more than to be down on the ground, and that's kind of how I feel about climbing. So maybe I should just 
But at least climbing, it's like your Ugh. own abilities and not like some janky old piece of well, And then you like hear, I know this is so stupid and it happens everywhere, like the random one story exception, but you hear like stories of someone's legs getting ripped off. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> or like your hair gets caught and they get scalped. Oh. When did you hear that? Yeah, I've heard that one. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I can handle Disneyland. <laughs> Have you ever, have you, you haven't been to Harry Potter Land? Mm-mm. I really want to go to Harry Potter Land. What's the other one that they recently opened? Cars has been open for a while, right? I the, think Cars is like a... Harry Potter's the one they just opened. Yeah, Cars okay. I think is like a ride at Disneyland. Harry Potter Land is like its own amusement park. I oh. really want to go. It would be so fun. Brandon fun. the other day was like, Claire, I think that the next, like, the next day he should be going, like, instead because we were talking about like, going to Paris and... <clears throat> all of a sudden he's like it should be Harry Potter land yeah like, Brandon I mean I think we should save that for like I think that's a place you could go with kids <laughs> not like you can't like go to Paris <laughs> like like Casa Bonita right oh kids. my gosh Casa yeah. Bonita yeah <sighs> we should explain to everyone what that Instagram picture was because we was talked a about video. Well, we've or yeah we've talked about Casa Bonita before on yeah. and for those of you who do not watch South Park it's a real thing or don't live in Colorado it's the it's Disneyland of Mexican restaurant yeah <laughs> it was it's from it was established in 1968 the owner just died. I know, like a week ago. So sad. So Casa Bonita is a Mexican restaurant that on the inside is like a little like island getaway and it's just full of fake palm trees that are covered in Christmas lights. And there's and it's like Mary Poppins handbag. Like it just keeps going. You're like, how is all this fit in here? Cause you walk in, it's just in a strip mall. And you go in and That's why it's I'm like, always constantly when I drive by it. I live right by it. Yeah. And I always think how can divers? Yeah, how can right. the, how where can do they that, dive? Where do they dive it's from? It's gotta be like dug into the ground or something. So there, there's like a three-story waterfall in there, and they have like little spots that they have. It's like the high school diving team. They like do dives off. It's amazing. So that's what that was. Yeah, they have dive like every thirty minutes. They have a dive show. It's so fun. Anyway, good times. <clears throat> so just level three fun. Is there like a level four where you're just? No, I think that would just be called not fun. Numb with pain. <laughs> No, because no. the thing about level three fun is that like, you have to think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Because after that, it's just bad. Now, what's this from? I don't know. The first time I read it, I think, was on, like, a climbing blog. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't make it up, but. Okay. It's, I think it's very useful. Should we talk about the email? The email. So, <clears throat> we got an email a couple uh, weeks ago, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. after I posted that uh, story about the plus-size model who was like making waves and sh- and it, it was like you know I saw this story and I just have I'm sure I could actually read the email the gist of it was like how do you um what's that word like not mitigate it's like when you join things together this is my brain right now mm-hmm. <clears throat> what's that word uh I think there's a c how do you anyway how do you <laughs> maybe like how do you Combine? come to terms with, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How do you, like, come to terms with, like, the quote-unquote fat acceptance movement yeah. versus the... Well, it's like that, uh, the F your beauty standards, yeah. hashtag F your beauty standards campaign. Right, but, like, how do you come to terms with, like, the, with that idea of, like, loving your body no matter what it looks like versus the true, the fact that, the medical fact that being overweight and especially being very overweight predisposes you to most of 
the highest killing diseases in the U.S., like diabetes and heart disease. Yeah. And, you know, how do you, how can you participate in, like, the love your body no matter what movement while still, you know, recognizing and advocating for a healthy, active lifestyle? Right. And can those things coexist? Mm. And this is a really, really tough question. And I think it's something, but I do think it's something that a lot of people have thought about when they've, as they've seen, you know, these, like, kind of F your beauty standards types of people and types of campaigns crop up is, like, that's great, excuse me, but at what point do you tell someone, listen, the way that you look is, is fine, but it also is probably contributing to, you know, like, but your weight is also contributing to these health issues. And, um... I forget who it was. I want to say it was either Diane Sanfilippo, San Filipino, whatever her last name is, or Stupid Easy Paleo, who posted me a couple weeks ago where it basically was like a blogger who was like, I'm not going to pretend like I'm okay with this. You know, I'm not going to tell people that it's okay to be whatever size they want because... Was that the CrossFit article or was that a different one? It was that a you different posted? one. Okay. Okay. And... Um, so she kind of posted that and was like, you know, what do you think of this? And, I don't know, it just kind of made me start thinking about it. So, I think we are going to try to be as sensitive as possible in addressing this topic because it's not something that either of us have dealt with personally. But at the same time, knowing that it is something that that has crossed many people's minds and maybe, you know, talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I think, and I don't, the thing that comes to mind for me is it's, it's one thing to be, like, so extreme to where you're... I don't know. Like, if you're sacrificing your health mm-hmm. for, like, the your beauty standards things and you truly have a medical issue. Right. That's where I'd be like, well, okay. But why does it have to be about the body standard? Why can't we just talk about it just being healthy? And I, yeah. you know, I am not one to, neither of us, and I don't think anyone who listens to this bod- podcast or, like, you know, reading anything related to, like, Vogue or Cosmopolitan right. were like, oh my gosh, I want to be like those skinny models. Like we don't, we think just, that that's not our right, world. Yeah. But I also think that we're all about being healthy and being mindful about our health, whatever that looks like. Like that article, and that's why I thought of the article you posted was about, yeah. and the, why paleo isn't working for you. Oh yeah. Is because like maybe your body really is just set at, like this is your shape and yeah. The Jillian Michaels podcast always talks about, like, vanity pounds. How yeah. really, if you're like, oh, I would just have five more pounds to lose, but your body just won't. Like, your body's like, no, this is just our weight. And this right. is, like, your thighs are always going to look this shape. And your butt's always going to be, like, to some extent, right. your body is your body. And yeah. to do five, ten, the extra five, ten pounds is more or less vanity pounds. So I feel like. And is more so, or less. Like, it can, well, I know it was, I'm pretty sure, Diane Sanfilippo who wrote some, who posted something about this a couple, like, a week or two ago about how, <clears throat> like, she used to have a six-pack and she was super unhealthy. And now that she's let herself gain back those five or ten pounds, she's a lot healthier and a and lot you're happier. happier yeah. Like, the mind, body, soul. And so I, I lost my train of thought of where I was with the other thing. But I feel like that is something where I don't think any of us are looking to have this, that we this beauty standard for us is not the standard Mm. so i think we're all kind of looking at this going well i see her point and what she was emailing us but i also feel like we're a community that promotes health in whatever shape that looks like and i can see how someone who 
um, has a bigger frame and is like, I'm not going to live up to this skinny little rail. Right. I think you can put any of us in that position. Yeah. <laughs> to I be think, like, yeah, I think that's true. It would be like, you know what, at that point then, if, well, so for me, like I could post a picture of me it, and be like, F your beauty standards. Right. I have man shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> My cuticles suck. <laughs> at least you guys can wear halters. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. It's nail beds. <laughs> I mean, nail I have really bad breath in the morning. <laughs> Ew. Uh, anyway, so the thing that I, when I first read that, the article, who whoever it was posted on Facebook that I can't remember, the one about the blogger who was like, I'm not going to be that person who just says that it's fine. The thing that I thought was like, this person is equating health and body size. And while those things definitely can be related, I think that the answer to this question really lies in separating those things and saying, you know, here are health problems that like diabetes and heart disease and you know whatever else there is and every other health problem ever right you know asthma or cancer or whatever it is you know saying these are the health problems here are risk factors for those health problems but beyond those things like beyond those facts let's not relate it to body size at all yeah because there it is just as easy to be skinny and unhealthy as it is to be overweight and unhealthy and it's just as easy to you know, it's like the risk factors for, you think about like heart disease. It's yeah. like, yeah, obesity is a risk factor for heart disease, but so is eating crap, so is smoking, so is stress, so is being sedentary. And all of those things can exist in somebody who's not overweight. So I think just like when you look at that and think, okay, well, if you're looking at someone and saying, wow, they're overweight, they must be really unhealthy. Yes, being overweight can be a precursor to health problems, but they are not they might be correlated, but it's not a, it's not like a causal relationship. Yeah. It's not like yeah. X equal you know, A equals right. B. It's like A right. can sometimes be related to B. Right. But I think that's where you kind of just need to say that, you know, like, this is not I don't know. Yeah, and we're not I don't think we're talking about here of like the stories you hear on the news of like the five hundred pound woman who's like I'm just going to keep eating because I want to, you know, go against the society. I'm like, yeah, that's a, I mean, that's so extreme. That's a case where I think we would all agree that's insane. Yeah. And like, when you look at that woman, the model that I, the F your beauty standards model, she even said like, you know, I work out three times a week. Like I'm, you know, eat well and like, this is my body. Yeah. And I just think that the other thing that when I responded to the email, I just said, you know, like I have to, it's, if, if I, if I think about it too much, it's definitely easy to think, yeah. You know, this is, like, if I'm really promoting health, I have to be honest with myself that, you know, I've, like, there have definitely been times in my life where I would have looked at somebody who was overweight and thought that person, like, hard stop is not healthy. But at this point, it's, like, now that I have experienced so many different individuals and, like, this is what your health journey looks like. Yeah. I just have to take a step back and say, okay, you know, I don't know your story. Yep. I don't know where you're at. I don't know how you deal with things or what your life is like. And it's not my responsibility to make that call for you. Yeah. So all that I can do is live a healthy lifestyle. Exactly. And, you know, be an example of somebody who does what they, you know, like does things in pursuit of a healthy life. And if you, if that, you know, makes you want to, re-examine your lifestyle then great and if not then that's fine too yeah i think i there's always going to be the image thing we can't get oh, away yeah. from that that's the oh, thing yeah. that's like drives me crazy is we're always going to have that 
of what did they wear and what is she looking like and she's lost weight and she right, gained like, weight and the fact that like it's a, always going to be there. The fact that an overweight model is sensational at all just is like even almost like perpetuates the fact that like that's not the norm. Yeah. It drove me crazy. I'm actually going to pull this up right now while we're talking because I was – tell me if this is being – like sometimes I am like – I think this is just the curse of being a, a therapist. I am like uber sensitive to anything being portrayed the wrong way. Mm-hmm. If someone like writes something, I'm like, oh, that's that's not kosher. That's not PC. <laughs> so <clears throat> hold on one second. Is this about that girl? Yeah. Did you see the podcast? what they posted? It says – it's oh. so this plus size model um, featured in 2015 Sports Illustrated's Illustrated yeah. Swimsuit Edition, and they wrote, "What no super fit CrossFit woman in Sports Illustrated? I thought strong was the new sexy." For some reason, that like bothered me. That they were, I don't know why. Like I was just dudes. like, I know, see, but like the thing, one of the things that I think it was Barbell Strong post today was like how to win a bar fight, and I was like, this is the difference between us and Barbell Strong. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> No. Well, you should see the comments. Ugh, I would never. Even. I will. I have to show you this one. It's so. I saw it and I was like, really? Where is it? <laughs> it was so inappropriate. Anyway, oh, yeah. It just is like I don't know. I. I think that that is an example of what you're saying, which is like if like. Unless you are that, like, Victoria's Secret angel body, anyone could say, F, like, the hashtag F your beauty standard. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And I kind of, I really just kind of keep going back to, like, I have, I have been that, like, unhealthy but, like, so, quote, unquote, skinny person. Yeah. Where I was, you know, 115 pounds, but I couldn't run a mile without stopping. I couldn't do a push-up to save my life. Yeah. I had heartburn every single meal I ate. I, you know, it was like, there, like, that was not, I was, I belch constantly. <laughs> and I just thought it was, like, this funny thing that I did. And then, like, <laughs> for, like, for my entire life. Oh, and my God. Claire. then I realized, like, two years ago, like, this is not the symptom of a healthy system. Yeah. And... But I never weighed more than, like, 115 pounds. Yeah. But I was not healthy. And, and yeah. I wasn't paying any attention. Yeah. So, and I think that's just part of being young, too. But, like, I don't know. It's just you just can't necessarily look at that and say that this equals that. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I hope that opens up a little bit. And I don't know. I'd be really interested to hear, like, what you guys think. Because I do think also like it's it just hard. comes back to, yeah. Well, I think it's hard if you have someone in your life who is overweight and is and has a health problem because that of it. so hard. Because you want to, like... And I feel like if you are overweight, it's so... And I think that we, you know, deal with this no matter how different we are from what, like, the quote-unquote beauty standard is. But especially if you're overweight, you already... It's so hard to, to have that confidence. Yeah. And you have to go through so much more. Like we all go through a lot yeah. in our journey to self-confidence. But I think that the farther you are from that beauty standard, the longer that journey is. Yeah. And so I think that like the, you know, the thing that's hardest for me about this question is like, how do you have someone in your life who's overweight and maybe has a health problem because of it? How do you address that without making them feel more self-conscious? Oh, it's, that's so hard. That is so hard. I think that's the hardest question. Yeah. And the hardest thing to deal with. And especially if people have, like, partners who don't work out and they're really, really healthy. And it's just, yeah. I don't know. Because that – the thing is that they're, they're going to be really sensitive about it. And then if you yeah. – especially, like, if – this is just how close relationships are. If you talk to them about it, they're going to get 
defensive, but if some stranger talks to them about it, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, I should. But yeah, anyway. So where were Let we? Let us know what you but think. Just make, well, yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to hear what you guys think about that too, but it makes me think back to like the strong is a new sexy. I mean, everything, right. really what we're all doing is judging. Like everything is just yeah. judging. So even if we say like, oh, well, strong is new sexy. It's just like putting just that new standard and yeah. I don't know, just freaking be healthy. Like who cares? <laughs> so exhausting. And that just looks like so many things. I think that's the other big thing about this is like, Health looks like so many different things for some, for every single person. Yeah. So something that a, a decision that I make might not be a decision that you would make for your health. Like CrossFit, for example. So many people will say that's not you know that seems dangerous to me. That's too extreme for me, and that's fine. That's not a choice they would make. I'm probably gonna go home tonight and have some gelato. That's not you know and a, yeah. like a healthy quote unquote healthy decision. Right. But it's you know like health just is such like a nebulous term and means so many things to so many different people. Yeah. It's so it just makes it impossible just to quantify. Stop putting it in a box, you guys. Yeah. Just break free. <laughs> run away. Anyway. Run away. So I hope that that at least sort of makes helps you start thinking about it. Yeah. I don't think that was offensive. I felt like that was that could have been offensive. Yeah. But I feel like let's hope it wasn't we, offensive. No. I hope if anything I was offensive things, we did. like like today, oh my gosh so my blog, I haven't written on it. I've written on like twice in the last six months, yeah. which is the same for your blog. Yeah. Way. But I don't even know if mine's up anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this post from forever ago about like how to reconcile wearing booty shorts and like a sports bra when you work out because that's what's functional and comfortable yeah. versus like modesty. Yeah. And somebody got on there and, and like left a reply to every single comment that was like, you're just a whore who wants to get an STD. And like, that's all like the only reason you wear booty shorts. And I was like, what? Oh geez. And so I went for Mark, Mark small spam and I was like, this person is crazy, but it's still totally ears. And I was like, what? It totally just affected me. I yeah. was like, it got under Ah. Was it really? It was probably a troll, like just someone being. No, scared. I don't know. I like I can't because like I've had a couple comments, like a lot of comments on my blog, and typically if they're trolls, they it could have been, but typically in my experience, like true trolling comments are not um, grammatically and oh, like mm-hmm. punctual, yeah. punctually correct. And yeah. this one was like, and I was like, but that made it. Wait, made, it said you're a whore. Yeah, Ooh, I was like, you whore. Yeah, exactly. It was like you're just a whore who wants. It literally was like. The only people who are STD or who are STDs, who are booty shorts, are whores who have who have every STD there is. And I was like, I'm so. Well, then I guess I have STDs. Yeah, every, I guess I have every, every single STD. Sorry, <laughs> guys. I have every single one. Yeah, because I wear booty shorts. All the STDs. It's just actually every every booty Hashtag shorts just comes with a packet of STDs you require to pour on your body. <laughs> here's your booty shorts, and here's your packet of STDs. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for chopping at Lululemon. <laughs> Oh my god! But like, but it made me totally rethink the article. I was like, was that offensive? And I was like, no, that person's just psycho. But that's what I mean. Is like sometimes I write things, and then no well, matter how I think unoffensive you think you are, this is gonna make me sound eighty. But like, I feel like anything these days, you can take people can take offense to. Yeah, like you can make anything offensive. Like, yeah. I think actually. This American Life just did. Did you listen to that episode? It was so good. They did an episode a couple weeks ago about comments, people doing, oh my gosh. people leaving comments. I can't um, ever read comments for anything. And so This American Life, Ira Glass, who, ugh, if I had a dinner party and could invite one person, it would be him. That would I not just, be a party. That would be a dinner date. Well. <laughs> well, a dinner party with one person would be a pretty Like, you want a date? It would be with Ira Glass. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. um, <laughs> And uh, anyway, so he was doing this, like, 
an official survey of seeing what people could comment on mm-hmm. and like how they could turn it into negative and it was something so like it was something so vague and neutral that he's like you know he starts reading the comments feed and people will find anything to yeah. comment ne- something negative he's like they they started fighting about something so stupid so anyway so then they did this whole episode you guys have to listen to it it was probably one of the best this american life podcasts i've ever heard um, because it ended up, well, it ended up, there was this, um, comedian who was telling a story about how someone started, she's like, I get negative comments all the time, but one guy in particular ha- had actually, her father had passed away and he actually like went to the trouble of setting up a fake Twitter account, um, like under her dad's name and was like tweeting all these things like from her dad. And she's like, that was like the last straw. So she, anyway, it's a really interesting story of like how she starts to talk to this commenter guy. Oh my gosh. And they like become friends and she like calls him on the phone and the whole <laughs> episode is her recording of her, her talking on the phone. Like, yeah. why would you do something like that? And he's like, I, I have no idea. Like, I just, like, I got really mad and it's, it was oh fascinating. I was like, I have so many times on Facebook, like written out this huge long like impassioned comment and then just like deleted it like it's enough for me just to type it type it and then delete it and then but like if i post it i'm not ready for like the like people to like reply to it or anything i just like i type it out i like read it a couple times and then i just delete it yeah i'm not a facebook commenter i mean unless i just like a lot of things but i've learned i'm like i just Right, right. I just need, like, really positive. Got nothing to comments. say. Well, like, who is oh, it? Oh, Mom Sandy's texting me. It was because I choose texting me. <laughs> and I was like, well, because she's helping me with something for my homework. <laughs> Let's see what Mom Sandy has yeah. to say. Oh, she just writes, hi, cutie. <laughs> well, because I sent her that picture I took a few minutes ago. Oh, Because she is helping me with, I, I mean, I'm trying to do this, like, freaking, I'm taking this class that's basically, like, every week we just go over a different type of contract. Yeah. <sighs> and this week we're trying to do contracts. We're trying to do this, like, selling, sellers, I don't even know what it is, but I emailed her and was like, Sandy, I feel like I'm trying to translate this into Chinese, will you please just, like, look at this and tell me, like, what it even is? So she emailed me back and was like, this is really hard. It's pretty <laughs> safe to say that Mom Sandy can help us in any situation. Any situation. <laughs> in life. Like, it's, it's true. She's like, she's like a Swiss army knife. <laughs> or an Austrian army knife, because her husband's Austrian. <laughs> oh, Anyway, she's gonna love that. <laughs> she's gonna only love like that. an actually useful scissor knife because all those scissor knives now are like, what am I gonna do with like a quarter inch long corkscrew? <laughs> I can't open a bottle line with that. Oh. Anyway, uh, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Oh yeah, Valentine's Day is this weekend. Well, I probably can tell you because I doubt Brandon will listen to this if you know then. We are so for a while we've been talking about wanting to take a kayaking lesson, like a like a role lesson. So I signed us up for a role Wait, lesson. Oh, what's a, like, like where you got, like, learn to flip yourself over? Yeah. What? Because. That sounds like level three. It's not that hard. <laughs> so level, it's like level two, because level one, like, there are only really two things to do if you get stuck. And it's, you can either flip yourself over or you just get out of the kayak <laughs> and swim. But I feel like, okay, this is so silly, but I feel like kayaking, whenever I see someone in a kayak, 
that if they flip over, they're just going to drown. Like they're stuck That's in That's how I feel. But they're not stuck, right? They're not stuck. No. But what if like the pressure pushes you in and you can't get out? Like what if this water, like, isn't there some so, type of like suction that happens? Yeah. Typically speaking though, the suction isn't going to hold you in your kayak, huh. but it will hold you under the surface of the water. Like if you're in a rapid and like the water is recirculating back on itself, you can typically get out of your kayak, but the recirc- the force of the recirculating water will keep you at like the bottom point of that recirculation. So what you're supposed to do is get into a ball so that the water will push you and it'll shoot you underneath. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, that's just Swift Water SD 101 right there. But I, mean, I cannot believe you guys, like, that's the last thing I would just expect you to say right now is, I'm going to a roll lesson. Yeah, well. <laughs> what did I expect? So I, uh, we've been talking about it for a while and I actually, hi JT. JT, hi, JT. get up and move around. Um. I used to know how to do it. I took a, a kayaking class in college, not like for co- for credit, but like at the college gym. Mm-hmm. And Confluence down by Vitamin Cottage, yeah, they yeah. now have their own little room that has a pool in it right next to right in that same building. Oh, I and didn't it know that. Basically, it's just like looks like a stand up outdoor pool, mm-hmm. like an above ground outdoor pool. Yeah. But if you're in a pool, I mean, all you need room to do is just flip over and flip back over. Yeah. So we decided that we are both terrified of whitewater kayaking. Because how often are you guys doing this? Doing what? Like how often do you the go? Class? No, just do you want to go? So here, kayaking. so yeah, so we're terrified of whitewater kayaking. But every time we go to Moab, we always want to get out on the river, but we don't want to have to like deal with getting a raft. So uh, the yeah. whitewater that we usually go on in in Moab is really mellow. So we figured if we can just get good enough to kayak that stretch of river, then that's as good oh. as we need to be. <laughs> like, I just need to do this section of river. Right, exactly. It's like, yeah. I only need to be good enough, it's like, to do like a green blue. Yeah. You know, like if you think about it in terms of skiing, yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah. like the river outside of Moab is like a green, sometimes a blue. Okay. In terms of, of rapids. All right. That's so it's right. not, so like, you you know, like there's definitely, you can get wet and there's splashes and there's, there's, there are rapids for sure, but they are not very technical and they're very. <sighs> that makes me nervous. I just think of when we went rafting this summer and how nervous I was. Yeah. Well, you're a nervous <sighs> person, but <laughs> they, these are, this is a really different river too. The Colorado River is so different. It's huge. Yeah. And it's so much wider than the, the river you were on. So like if you get, if you flip, even if you're underwater from the top of the rapid to the bottom of the rapid. Afterwards, you're dealing with like a quarter mile of flat river to, to figure your shit out. Yeah. So that was our goal. I was like, okay, we just want to get good enough that we could take a kayak down the daily, as it's yeah. called, and not die. Yeah. So step one is learning how to roll on a kayak. And I used to be able to do it, so hopefully I'm going to be able to do it again. But it's basically just about your hips because there are people all the time like really good kayakers sometimes if you flip you lose your paddle so you have to be able to flip yourself back over without using your paddle oh yeah so it's really just about like snapping your hips over because oh. like so you snap your hips and then the rest of your body kind of like comes out with it but like it, as Beyonce. long as you can, exactly just like twerking because as long as you can snap your hips enough to get your boat to where it like flips all the way back yeah. over it'll bring you with it oh so that's, that sounds like a lot of work that's what we're doing on all right Valentine's Day that sounds fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm going to be doing the traditional going to dinner with my husband. Yeah. We're going to have a date. We thought about that. I don't like... Okay. I... This kind of sounds like a bee thing to say, but... Pat, you're such a bee. Such a bee. I'm trying not to cuss. Everyone gets mad when I cuss. No one gets mad. That was one... <laughs> that was one time. <laughs> Okay, but literally, you guys, 
how does Mean Girls apply to every situation? I know. Claire and I were texting the other day. She's like, and we threw some quotes out. And I feel like they're also never ending. Yeah. Like, there's always a new one that's popping yeah, up. It's true. It's fine, JJ. I'm totally okay. okay. <laughs> He's, like, really worried right now. <laughs> JJ's got his paw up on Joy's. Look She's it. like, oh, guys. Aw, JJ. <laughs> Did you get it? I did. I got a picture. We'll post it. Oh, he's the nicest boy. <laughs> he's the nicest boy. Oh, my gosh. All right. Anyway. He's so cute. What are you saying? You Lay have down. a problem. Um, You're oh. going to be a bee. <laughs> lay down. Please lay down. Come on. You won't stop doing that. <laughs> he's like, you liked it. Yeah. So, I... Uh, <laughs> that was really cute. Now look at him, Claire. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Pulling out all the moves tonight. He's just leaning his face against Joyce. Boy, he's so good. He's so good. Okay. So anyway, sorry about that, you guys. Just <laughs> JT intermission. So I have this weird thing about people who are like Valentine's Day is just a hallmark right. way to get money. I'm like, just have fun like with Valentine's it. Scrooge. Like I. Okay, trust me. I spent plenty of years as a single person on Valentine's Day. Like mm. I got a phd in that so um so i can speak to that so go ahead and spit so if you are single grab your bff and go to dinner because i think that's like the best way to do it don't sit around and mope that you don't have a partner um i went to dinner one year with my bff for valentine's day and the guy was like we ate this huge meal and at the end he's like clearly you guys should not have room for dessert (laughs) And, and I looked at like, him and I was like, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and bring the dessert menu. Yeah. You a-hole. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah, seriously. Don't ever say that to a that, girl. Where was I? Uh, I was at, oh, I was in Leadville like two weekends ago. Yeah. And we, there were four of us and we had like gone on this big cross-country skiing. I had never been cross-country skiing before. So as my mom likes to say, the most effort is expended at the lowest skill level. Which is so true. Like the, the worse you are at something, the harder, like yeah. cross-country skiing. Yeah. So I definitely embodied that the that saying that day that the the most effort is expanded at the low skill level, <laughs> and I was so exhausted. And we get there, and we all and it's like this kind of like almost a pub, and they have huge portions, and they mm-hmm. bring they get this food. And I ordered a uh, a salad and an like an enchiladas entree. And Brandon kind of looked at me. He's like, "Really, you're gonna get both of those?" And I was like, "Brandon." Really? You're going to question me that I'm getting it's Seriously, a salad. Seriously, like the same thing when you were at that restaurant down the street. And they were like, are you going to eat that whole steak yeah, or something? Like, and then, so we all got all this food and we all ate all of it. And the lady comes back and she was like, so you guys want your check? And we were like, can we see the dessert menu? She goes, really? Oh, if you are like, in the restaurant business, please remove that from your vernacular. Yeah. Like, that is just not. If I want, if I want dessert, bring me some dessert. Yeah. Anyway. Come on now. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Go eat a lot of food and don't feel bad. Remember when you were little and you got little Valentines from all your classmates? Yes. How fun was that? It was so fun. And you got to buy like Power Rangers Valentine's. Oh, and you always best. bought the, the one that you thought your crush was going to like the most. Yes. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, my crush likes, Valentine's, likes Power Rangers. So my everyone's getting Power everyone's- Rangers. <laughs> okay. This is so embarrassing. So I... <laughs> Oh, I'm really looking forward to this. I can't remember. What? I'm really looking forward to this. My my elementary school boyfriend was Josh Taylor. I really want to know where he is now. Like, he's not on Facebook. <laughs> like, you still want to find him. Josh Taylor, if you're out there. He was so cute, you guys. He was like, blonde hair, blue eyes. 
He was so cute. And um, I, <laughs> I think one Valentine's Day, I was like in sixth grade and he i think it was like some debbie gibson song i don't know it had to have been earlier than that because i think debbie gibson was like fourth I have grade for no me no idea who debbie gibson is what Claire. <laughs> no idea. give me an example i'm song. gonna look up a song right you can't oh my gosh i no is, idea oh my gosh <laughs> oh. okay let's it, hold like, on keep I, talking i, I, I have was, to I find was, it okay i was born okay, when you were in fifth grade i know so, like, if this was something that happened in, like, fourth grade for you, it was before I was even born. Oh, here it is. No, I'm not going to play that one. Oh, no. You don't know this song? It sounds I like the intro to, like, a, like a this keyboard. Is... Oh. 80s. <laughs> likes it. I have no idea. I've never heard this song before. Let's wait for the chorus. Okay. <laughs> I cannot believe. I've never heard this song before. Okay. Oh. Is that the chorus? Oh my god. I cannot. I'm no, so sad. I've never. This is the best one. My gosh, you no, guys! Never. No, Debbie Gibson. Well, um, now she goes by Deborah. Oh, <laughs> Deborah Gibson, and she's on Broadway. So I called up the radio station to dedicate "Lost in Your Eyes" by Debbie Gibson. Oh my God! This is when you call the radio station and to have a song dedicated. And I stayed up all night to see if they played it, and I don't think they did. I fell asleep listening to the radio to dedicate it to Josh, my boyfriend, and I don't think he ever heard it, and I was really upset. Oh, that's sad. I never did that. That's amazing. I'm trying to think if I had any good. One time, my freshman year of high school, my boyfriend gave me a high five for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Wait, how did that go down? He was like, how did Valentine's Day other things? He was like, I got you something. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And he lifts up his hand and I was like, what? And he's like, high five. I was like, high five. And he's like, and I was like, that's what you, I'm confused. The whole rest of the day, I was like, did he get me something or was that something? Oh my gosh. Remember the gifts though? Like the junior high, high school even gifts of like a teddy bear. Yeah. And, and like balloons. a little plastic rose from the gas station. Yep. I so great. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My sixth grade boyfriend gave me the gas station Valentine's and I didn't get him anything. And he got so pissed because he was like, I made my mom drive to the gas station at nine o'clock last night so I could get you this. I was like, well, it's oh. not my fault you don't plan ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, did you have dances where you have to ask each other like yeah. in fun ways? Yeah. What was like the best? When, so when I was in high school, I, my junior and senior year, I was, uh, my junior year, I was a vice president, the president of my class and my senior year, I was the vice president. So I ha- I was required to go to the dances, oh. but I also meant I got free tickets. Yeah. So I had to go to prom for free, which is which usually is like a hundred bucks. Yeah. It's so expensive. And so... My senior year, I think it must have been homecoming that I asked this guy named Sam Osborne, who now who like went to NYU for film and is like all tall and lanky, and I'm like, oh, apparently I have a type of tall, lanky guys that go to school for film. <laughs> but I was like, this is so nerdy. I was like best friends with the principal. Yeah. So what I had him do was I ca- I had him call Sam into his office. And so oh. Sam like thought he was on trouble and he had this piece of paper and he was like, 
do you know anything about this? And Sam was like, I don't know. And he was like, open it. And he opened it up and said, will you go to homecoming or whatever with me? And I like watched it and Sam just was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I was like, come on. Oh that was fun. I thought it was, I thought it was really fun, but he like just about shit his pants. Um, and I'm trying to think like, I had a lot of friends who like would get, like the guy would like, you know, find like get somebody to like, one of our friend, like one of the friends, would take the keys to their car and give it to the guy, and then they like fill their car with balloons yeah. or something. Someone or... wrapped my car for prom in uh, saran wrap, like the entire car was yeah. just wrapped in saran wrap, and then I unwrapped it, and then like the sign was like facing my windshield. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I think the best one was though when um, I think of my parents. I'm like, how much fun did they have, like letting boys in to like decorate <laughs> my room and like do crazy stuff, That'd and be then fun. um. The the best one was when they filled my bathtub with goldfish. Like like all the fish in the goldfish? sea. Yeah, live goldfish. Oh wow! What did you do with them afterwards? We put them in our pond. Oh, because we had a pond. Perfect. I was like that. <laughs> and then they got really huge. <laughs> well, that's a perfect actually. <laughs> yeah. Probably was a great way for them to. I know. Oh, Valentine's really Day. I don't know why I just went on that like nostalgia yeah. trip, but that was fun. So, anything else? We're almost out of time. Not really. Um, back to working out again a little bit. Yeah. Which has been nice doing, like, actual wads, which I haven't done forever. Yeah. Uh, just kind of trying to Because how long was your break? Like, almost a little over two months. Yeah. It was, like, since Thanksgiving. And you don't have, like, a significant no. feeling of... No. My, yeah. So, I took a break because of my tremor. hmm And the tremor definitely didn't get better, but also didn't get worse. And it, but it didn't, like, I was like, okay, well, you know, this will help it get better, and it didn't get better. So I was like, well, this is stupid. Like, I'm just going to, I'm over it. I'm going to just go back. So mm-hmm. I've gotten back into it a little bit, kind of just taking it easy. And uh, that's been good. We But, like, the last two times I've been to the gym, it's been wall balls. Like You always get that card. I it's always so get wall I balls. never get wall balls. Well, apparently Tuesdays are wall ball days, which I just need to remember because yeah. I've always been looking at Tomorrow we're doing a – ooh, I forgot about that. TJ's programming has been crazy lately. Yeah. Like in a good way. It's just been so difficult. We've been doing tons of squats. We've been doing really tough workouts that yeah. are like really, really conditioning us for the open. So yeah. I appreciate that. Um, tomorrow we're supposed to be doing an open wad from last year. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm playing with your... I know. I was like, what is that sound? Um, What about you? Anything else fun happening? No. Okay. (laughs) I know. (laughs) No. All right. Well, here's the thing, too. I have zero time off with my new job. So I I don't really have any trips planned. I can't really go. I can, like, when we have, like, three-day weekends coming up and such. But... Yeah. So I haven't really planned much. Um, Yeah. So we'll just be hanging out. I'm just, this weather, I, I hate to, sometimes, every time I talk about the weather, I feel like I'm so old, but I feel like this week for us has been so nice. It's been so, it's been it's like making alarmingly me really nice. Alarmingly nice in Colorado. It's so I feel like. It's snowy tomorrow. I feel like this is making me so unnecessarily excited for summer when yeah. it's like still, like I feel like, remember when I was saying that in December when I'm like, I'm excited for summer. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's supposed to snow tonight. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, that crashed my party. <laughs> but then it's supposed to be 61 again on Thursday. Okay. This Good weather enough. pattern is like two months early. Yeah. Like this is what May or like April is supposed to look like. Not February. Yay, climate change. Yay. No. Anyway, boo. <gasps> Electric youth. What? This song. Tell me. <laughs> you don't remember Electric Youth? Hold on. I thought it was at the beginning when she says it. 
She had a perfume that was, uh, you don't, she had a perfume called Electric Youth. Oh like, my gosh. this is seriously making me feel You're so old. All right. Everybody back me up. There's no <laughs> Debbie Gibson. If no one knows <laughs> Debbie Gibson, I'm going to be, you guys had to have worn her hat. She had this huge black hat. Oh, so great. <laughs> Literally before I was born. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right, guys. We hope you have a great week and a happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Day. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.